Money FM 89.3. Best of the evening runway. Under the radar. You're listening to Money FM 89.3, and it's now time for Under the Radar with me, Chua Tian Tian. Now, today we're going to bring you an inside look into a company said to be a 62 billion US dollar revenue global tech powerhouse. Now, drum rolls and bingo if you guessed Lenovo. Now, founded in 1984, the firm delivers a portfolio of PCs and tablets, monitors, accessories, smart home and collaboration solutions, as well as smart infrastructure. Structure data center solutions around the world. In fact, the firm has since 1995 shipped over half a billion PCs and makes three devices every second. And the company ranks the 217th in the Fortune Global 500. It is also listed on the Hong Kong Stock Exchange, where it is included as one of the initial members of the Hang Seng Tech Index. The question is, why are we talking about Lenovo today? Well, we're talking about the firm because while it is widely known for its consumer products, it is very much into B2B services. Now, for one thing, it works with Formula One to build tech infrastructure that facilitates the flow of data collected on race tracks. But how far will B2B be a key driver for growth? And speaking of growth, the firm has a history of acquiring major firms, including IBM. BM's PC business back in 2005, but how far will the firm rely on M&A and investments in other companies for future growth? Lots of questions. And for more, let's speak to Fan Ho, Executive Director and General Manager, Asia Pacific Solutions and Services Group at Lenovo. Fan, welcome. Thank you. Great to have you joining us all the way from Hong Kong. I understand. And a fan we've briefly talked about Lenovo as a PC company that is now also into the B2B space, right? But let's hear from you. How would you describe your value proposition? And business model. So we are definitely the new addition to the Lenovo families, right? But then we do actually stretch long from our history.、Um, historically, we've been already providing quite a bit of the services、um, for our customer,、um, and and actually has been more, however, playing in the backdrop. Now we are actually really putting、uh, our sovereign in center.、Um, our mission is to bring together all the Lenovo IT and technology solutions,、um, uh, backed with the services that we bring about、um, around our PC, our infrastructure, our smart devices, and all the different、um, uh, gadgets that we actually bring to the market, and therefore package it as、uh, attached services, managed services,、um, or even as the service kind of. Offering to actually make it handy for our customer to actually really enjoy the power of compute.、Um, that that's actually really what we stand for,、um, and it's also a gl- truly global solutions where we are actually bringing to the customer. So whether you are actually in this part of the world, or actually in the west, or actually on on the south, or even in some very extreme situation like even in the space. Um, we provide the same. Wow, and space as well. And let's take a look at your product verticals or services verticals as well, FN, because Lenovo is widely known for its consumer electronic goods, PCs, tablets. I believe you guys acquired Motorola nearly a decade ago as well. But it seems like these days the firm is very big in the B two B smart data infrastructure space. So take us through your product or services verticals, right? Which is the most important one as far as top and bottom lines are concerned? I think we've been historically known as more of a PC 
business, right? I, I think today still a lot of the um, people actually know us about it. But then um, as Tian you have correctly pointed out, right, we did actually have um, uh, groomed up our infrastructure business um, and with a support of an acquisition. Um, but actually also after the acquisition, um, also years of engineer um, uh, engineering um, uh, work. Um, and so therefore today we are actually also one of the top leaders uh, in the space be on the typical servers, um, storage space, right? We actually are the, the number one player in um, one of the largest um, storage um, category market um, uh, accounting for more than 90% of the usage around the world. And not to mention the fact that if we look at um, uh, high-performing compute, which is actually also a top-notch kind of um, infrastructure uh, devices, um, we are actually having the number one market share in the top 500 HPC list and the number one in green 500 list, um, which is actually the most sustainable uh, high-performing compute. Um, we power the number one machine uh, uh, in the world, right? So that is actually definitely uh, also a very strong portfolio. Now, getting into my group, right, which is actually um, the solution and services group, right? Um, this is actually definitely the new growth engine um, for the business. We've actually been in the consecutive, consecutive nine quarters of actually uh, high um, uh, growth uh, in the space, right? Um, delivering um, uh, actually the new um, uh, possibility. And, and it actually all started about uh, three or four years back when we actually really put up our objective to actually drive a service-led transformation uh, for our company and therefore actually bring um, to bear, uh, hopefully uh, already starting to see some initial success today, that how our services and solution team are actually really bringing value to our customer. As of today, I think one of the um, very quick uh, number that we can actually share is that um, uh, we are actually having 40% of the revenue contributed by non-PC business. I think this is actually really tremendous, right? Um, that um, we are definitely being able to bring the synergy out from the different groups and then being able to actually provide um, a much more integrated portfolio if I may just follow up, right, when we talk about the solutions and services group, what are the specific services that are provided uh, in more granular form? I think starting from the um, simplistic form of it, right, um, uh, we are definitely providing um, a lot of the around-the-box services, right? So the very, the very typical of actually um, um, just actually repair maintenance that um, you guys uh, must have actually heard about. But actually, um, even around-the-box, right, um, for all the different um, devices, there's actually really a life cycle around it, right? So if you're not in the space of IT management, these might be the less uh, well-known one, right? But then um, from uh, the starting of planning um, and, and then actually configuration and deployment, there's actually a lot of uh, um, advisory services, a lot of planning services that we offer to our customer, particularly talking about very large fleet um, and actually uh, or actually very 
complicated kind of infrastructure. Then moving on to is actually really today, uh, I think a lot of the um, infrastructure is actually becoming a lot more um, complicated and complex um, to many of the corporate. So that's why we are actually also offering a lot of the managed services, right? We manage the endpoint, we manage the security side of things. We actually also manage how uh, that our help desk actually really support our customers in their everyday running um, of the tech um, uh, uh, desk. Um, and then last but not least, um, when when uh, the devices are actually more hitting the end of life cycle, right? Um, when it's actually really getting into um, 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 a transition or actually a migration or upgrade cycle. We actually also help customers to plan it. And not only that, actually for the existing to be retired machine, we actually also are helping our customer to actually do recovery um, from both a financial value point of view and also for the um, common theme of sustainability for the better world. Mm, we will definitely talk about asset recovery in just a bit. But let's take a look at the scale of Lenovo's business fan. I understand you guys serve over 180 markets, over 77,000 employees around the world. But what are we looking at here in Asia? And also, what is the role of Singapore in this regard? Yes. So Asia Pacific um, is actually definitely a very important part of our global footprint, right? Um, actually, arguably, um, uh, we uh, our markets are actually largely divided into four geographical geos, as we call it, right? Um, so we have the Americas, we have the EMEA uh, geo, um, and then we have the Asia Pacific geo, and then we also have the PRC geo. Each of the geo actually takes about um, equal shares um, of a contribution to, um, to our revenue. So arguably it's, um, that we can actually, um, it, with rule of thumb, right, Asia-Pacific account for about 25% of the business for Lenovo. Now, swimming into uh, Singapore, I think Singapore is definitely a very um, interesting uh, pl- a market for us, right, because um, with the sheer size of it, right, from a landmass point of view, from a population point of view, right, it's actually reasonably small. Yet, I think Singapore is actually the hub of a lot of the MNCs. So therefore, we do actually have a, quite a lot of the customers are actually putting the Asia-Pacific headquarters, as well as actually also some of the homegrown uh, Singaporean company that are actually also um, quite expensive in the uh, in the region. So therefore, in Singapore, we do actually um, do quite a bit of the business um, with a lot of uh, represented um, customer from the public sector, the commercial sectors and actually even from the education sectors. Then you talked about customers. So let's zoom in on your customer base, right? Who would you describe as your major customers in both the B2B and the B2C space? I understand you work very closely with Formula One. So tell us more about that. Sure. Uh, let me actually maybe start with Formula One, right? Because this is definitely a customer that excites us and actually also challenged us, right? So Formula One um, is actually a very competitive um, uh, uh, um, sports, right? But it's actually also one of the most um, tech-oriented sports, right? And also a very high-demanding sports, right? Because there's so many races that the team needs to actually complete and, and actually put on um, in, within a 40-week window. Um, and so therefore, I think on the... Um, 
um, collaboration side, they're actually also putting a high bar on us um, in terms of actually really needing top-notch devices, right, from pocket to cloud, be actually on the handheld devices um, to the machines, right, to um, the, the PCs, workstations, to server and storage, um, and in even actually some of the uh, newer uh, technologies like the um, AR, VR cameras and, and headsets um, to actually allow them um, to actually provide even more uh, immersive kind of viewer experience for their fans, which they are in the testing mode. They're definitely actually stretching us quite a bit. But at the same time, right, I think this year's um, collaboration with Formula One is particularly exciting for us because uh, at the same time, Formula One is actually also putting a very um, challenging goal on themselves to actually uh, achieve their sustainability uh, objective. And with that, right, um, they have actually worked with the Lenovo team to actually look into asset recovery as actually a key initiative to also help them to achieve their sustainability goal um, to actually really create a better world um, while we actually enjoy the thrill and excitement of this um, highly competitive competition. Right. So just for listeners, asset recovery might mean recycling hardware and conducting data destruction in a more sustainable Way, yeah? Yes, that's totally true. And and you remember our service offering quite well. <laughs> and Fen, um, if I may just very quickly follow up, right? How far are such asset recovery related services a significant profit generator? I, I think uh, at the um, time being, right, we are definitely actually providing asset recovery services more as a services for the common goals and, and, and for the betterment of the world. Um, we are actually really not um, uh, charging uh, customer uh, disproportionately or, or actually I would say that because it actually also works uh, for the objective of a novel, right? We actually really provide the services as something out of the quest of our customer to really help them out. Um, and, and I think we are actually also the uh, first companies to look into more of a scientific-based um, kind of approach to actually really do um, the um, uh, the betterment and support the betterment of the world, right? So therefore, um, we, we do know that, right, a lot of the equipments are actually consuming a lot of electricity and therefore having um, a carbon dioxide footprint um, for the world. And that's why we are actually also quite actively working on those um, together with the customer. I, I, I would not look at it just from a financial point of view. I, I think it's actually really for the betterment of the whole civilization. Indeed. And then let's set our sights on the wider business environment, right? Preliminary results by Gartner showed uh, worldwide PC shipments saw a 9% year-on-year drop. How far does that concern you? Is it a correction? And does that prompt you to focus on your B2B business? Um, so I think um, uh, the um, PC business is definitely a little bit softer. Right, as we actually um, get out of um, the post-COVID era, um, while a lot of the purchases actually got uh, pushed forward um, during the COVID times, right? But um, I, I think uh, that um, we do actually see reasonably um, um, uh, 
uh, demand uh, from the market. As a matter of fact, I think we're really closely monitoring it. Um, we do expect that the market to start to actually hit the bottom and might be actually getting back to the recovery trajectory. Uh, we, we aided with actually some of the key um, changes in the market. For example, Win 11 um, is actually just around the corner. And with a lot of the new features like a co-pilot, right, AI um, powered, right, that promises a lot of the productivity improvement. Um, that's actually definitely will be actually quite helpful um, to um, to actually support uh, the migration and transition. Um, not only that, right, I think increasingly uh, because of the need of actually much more uh, powerful um, compute to actually support the increasingly demand workload, right, there's actually also uh, some of the upgrade uh, requirement that we are actually seeing. So I, I would say that um, is reasonably um, um, stable, right, and definitely that we hope uh, we should be actually uh, hopefully seeing the silver lining soon. That's that, right? I think, uh, as I also noted at the beginning, really um, surface-led transformation is something that we have actually started a few years back because um, it's actually really uh, from the outcry of our customer, right, to actually really say, guess what, given the fact that you know your uh, devices, your equipment the best, can you actually help us out, right? So I think that's definitely a need from the customer side. At the same time, there's actually um, also the fact that um, um, we do want to actually um, uh, expand our business, uh, bring more resilience to that, and, and actually really also share a lot more of the know-how that we have been incubated in-house and supported our in-house uh, fleet and actually really bring it to um, the, the world to actually allow more customer to actually use the fleet the infrastructure in a much more effective way. So I think it's actually a pretty good um, uh, situation that it brings the financials resilience to our business at the same time achieving some of our customers' requirements. Yeah, and speaking of which, I think hybrid work style seems to be one of the things that remained uh, even as we emerge from the pandemic. And I know that Lenovo is you know, really tapping into this. So tell us a little bit more about that. Sure, definitely. Um, so we actually um, have um, um, formally launched our portfolio called Digital Workplace Solution, right, which actually bring upon a lot of the service know-how and also infrastructure to actually support the delivery of the services um, around the life cycle of the usage of the devices, right? Um, so I, I, I won't go into the, the, the configuration deployment again, but really, I think um, um, this uh, DWS portfolio that we are bringing um, uh, to to the market actually talks about how um, uh, we actually provide the advisory and consultation services um, for the customer to really uh, better plan and support their fleet. Um, and then we actually also, as I said, right, supported um, the um, uh, security side of things, right? Um, so therefore, um, I, I think contrary to many of the um, uh, security provider, right, I, I think that the 
the great things that we can actually really do is because we are actually a device manufacturer. So therefore, we can actually really support um, uh, security actually even below the BIOS level, so which actually makes it even um, uh, more protected, right? And and we definitely champ on uh, the endpoint security side of things, right? Um, and then uh, not only that, right? Um, we are actually also providing the next gen of actually help that support. When I say next gen help that support, right? I, I just want to actually also recap um, one of the latest launch that um, um, that our leadership has actually announced in the, our Tech World event about a week ago. Um, we are going to actually launch this Care for One platform, which is actually uh, an uh, AI um, as well as telemetry support platform to actually support our customer to get into more of a persona-based kind of um, fleet design, um, config, and management um, uh, um, uh, scenario, um, which will be actually very significant for customer uh, and therefore also employee experience management. Because I think one bit out of um, um, the COVID era is that a lot of um, our customers are now getting used to um, a little bit of hybrid working, right? And, and actually also increasingly usage of a lot of the digital tools and communication platforms and all that. Um, but then one bit that we actually therefore realize is actually um, the usage of the compute um, um, be actually on that's desktop, notebook side, um, or actually even the more complicated infrastructure like the VDI side, um, um, we, we are actually really seeing a little bit different in terms of <clears throat> um, the compute, compute power needed. And so what this Care for One platform promises is that we'll be actually be able to see the usage pattern um, uh, for the different machines and the, from different users and actually be able to really uh, plan for the relevant kind of configuration that can actually help them to handle their everyday tasks on the machine in a much more effective manner and also be able to do a lot better uh, preemptive um, maintenance um, so therefore um, we know okay maybe certain machines might be actually having the high propensity of getting into a failure then we actually um, interject and actually do the do the um, for example the component um uh, change first. Um, so these are actually really the new new um, uh, possibility that with the aided AI, um, uh, AI platform and also the intelligence running behind it that we can actually bring to our customer. If you're just tuning in, we're now in conversation with Fan Ho, Executive Director and General Manager of Asia Pacific Solutions and Services Group at Lenovo. And you talked about AI, Fan. I believe Lenovo unveiled at that Tech World uh, event its vision of AI for all, which is an announcement following a move by the company to pour in a further one billion US dollars in AI investments. Now, how does that influence, broadly speaking, the strategic decisions going forward by your team? Sure. Let me actually um, do a quick um, uh, summary of um, our worldwide leaders' um, announcement and sharing. Right uh, from our point of view, right, um, AI is really not new. Right. Um, with the, the industry has been actually practicing AI 
for quite some uh, time, right? Just that it has always been in the pinnacle for the industry, right? Only the data scientists, only um, the, 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 the very top-notch people placed with AI. But I, I think our vision is really to bring AI-powered solutions um, to, to and, and actually our newest offering to our customers and actually make the world smart um, to, to everyone. And by the way, this is not only limited to just PC and phones, but actually also a lot of the AI devices um, that actually brings into the new form factors. Um, and, and so I think largely our AI investments are actually in freefold, right? And actually also um, backing the vision of our free business group. First and foremost, right, on the smart devices side, right, we are definitely actually um, bringing a lot of the AI embedded in our devices, right? So you'll be soon seeing us actually launching AI PC. Um, so therefore, you actually have your AI tree at your fingertips. Um, then on the infrastructure side, right, we are actually also um, bringing um, uh, actually uh, our, one of our, um, our core partner, NVIDIA, um, to actually really bring the hybrid AI initiative um, with a deeper engineering to engineering partnership with them. Um, so therefore, to accelerate um, our bringing uh, the AI technology and innovation to the industry, starting in the cloud to enterprise everywhere. Right, and also from edge to cloud, um, and and so that's actually definitely be able to support a lot massive flow of data, and actually a lot more demanding computers um, via the partnerships. Um, and at the same time, we are actually also building a giant um, uh, ecosystem, um, and and actually supported by the AI Innovator Program of ours to actually bring to bear how AI can actually be applied in the everyday um, user scenarios. Last but not least, in my group, right? Um, so um, we are actually um, deploying AI and actually supporting AI um, adoption um, with different angles, right? So first and foremost, right, um, uh, I just talk about digital workplace solutions. Um, we are actually um, putting AI into play so that it actually helps us to actually find the answers to our questions, how to actually um, handle some of the everyday um, uh, uh uh, challenges of using com computers and all that in a much more automated um, and highly personalized um, uh, uh, um, scenario. So therefore, to actually help enhance the workplace experience for our end users. Um, not only that, right, we are actually also having um, a core collaboration with NVIDIA on their AI enterprise um, platform. Um, we'll be actually uh, supporting our customer in terms of applying um, uh, the um, and actually building the AI um, uh, environment um, uh, using the NVIDIA platform with actually the relevant um, consultants and actually technical support around uh, accordingly. So I think all this are actually really uh, highlighting our effort um, that we've been actually doing um, uh, um, step by step and actually cutting across all the business groups of Innovo. Mm, it seems like AI edge computing is really um, the theme right now for tech firms. I mean, I was just speaking to Qualcomm a couple of days ago, same thing there as well. Um, but looking at the road ahead in terms of growth, um, Fan, before we um, head off to the last question, 
Um, Lenovo does have a history of acquiring major firms like IBM's PC business uh, back in 2005. Recently, you guys acquired sticks and two digital units of Hong Kong Telecom's uh, firm PCCW to ride the rise in the uh, IT services demand. So how important is inorganic growth to you? Who's next on the list? I think we are constantly looking at growth um, with both organic and inorganic, right? Um, and we definitely uh, keep on scouting for um, the relevant um uh, um, assets um, that might be of interest to the company and add to the portfolio um, that can actually bring the synergies and the growth um, to us. But I, I actually want to um, double emphasize the fact that actually internally and at Novo, right, I think we are actually also looking at growth in a very serious manner. Um, we definitely uh, continue to actually innovate our service portfolio, our device portfolio to actually also bring the growth from an organic point of view. Um, I, I think, yes, as you said, um, and, and very fortunate, right, we've been actually um, successfully transacted um, uh, some big deals um, and be able to actually bring um, bigger value from the individual assets um, before uh, the purchases. Um, so that's actually definitely good track record. I think the recent addition of the PCW solution portfolio is definitely um, something very exciting, right? That now um, we can bring a lot more um, uh, arms and legs and also smart brains to, um, to the ground. And particularly also in Singapore, right, with um, a large fleet um, also joining the, the bigger Lenovo family. We are actually very hopeful that um, we can actually bring more to our customers. Mm. And a quick one before we let you go, uh, Fan. What are some future plans for Lenovo for the rest of this year or into the next? What can we look forward to here in Asia? Yes, so I think um, um, we'll be actually definitely hearing a lot of the great news, right? Um, so Tech world, um, uh, we we have actually announced a lot of the um, uh, strategic collaboration and actually new launches. It's going to actually hit Asia Pacific very soon, right? Uh, in the next um, uh, few months, right, we are going to actually bring this offering to our customer uh, bit by bit, right? And then um, we will be actually doing a lot of them, uh, the events and actually help to bring um, uh, the customer to closer to experience how we can actually do something differently for them. Um, and, and I think um, this continues to be actually our, our uh, commitment, right? Um, uh, I think you previously asked me that uh, other than Formula One, right, what are some of the key customers that we are having, right? We are definitely continue to um, to actually um, sign a lot of the big logos like DreamWork, like KPMG, like SMRT, right? Uh, a lot of the new things that um, that we are actually um, jointly do together, right? Um, be it actually on um, technical deployment point of view, but actually also the ongoing management side of it, and actually even some of the leading edge um, things like AI, um, like a, a high-performing compute. So, yes, a lot of new things that you'll actually be hearing from, from the team uh, from time to time. Mm, indeed. So the next time we take our trains or the next time we, you know, look at accounting, we'll think of Lenovo as well as everywhere we go. Thanks a lot, Fan. That was Fan Ho, Executive Director and General Manager, Asia Pacific Solutions and Services Group at Lenovo. Thank you very much for joining us on Money FM 89.3. Before acting on the information on Money FM, please consider if it's suitable for your own investment objectives, financial situation and risk tolerance.